episode 53 of Unlicensed Entertainment. I am your host, Carl Entner. With me today is my lovely wife, Natasha. Is it really episode 53? Yes. Did you do anything special for 50? I had on my uh, former co-host of Unlicensed Film Reviewers, Alex Herrera. Oh, so not me. No. You talked about this. Did we? Yes. And you actually said, so wait, you're having your friend on and not me? What are and you then I for said, I don't know. See if I even make it that far. It took me about three years to get this far. Three years? Started, well, not three years. I started in January 2020. Wow. So, two and a half years. So this podcast is a pandemic, baby. Oh, yeah. I, it, the, the first episode was in January 2020, and mm-hmm. then, which made it so much harder when March of 2020 came around, and suddenly I was doing an entertainment news podcast where everything was shutting down. All the movies, all the TV show productions, everything. It was, uh... So no news for Carl. It was very difficult for me. No news for Carl, no news from Carl. I know nobody else really noticed the pandemic, because it really wasn't to make the news. But for me personally, it was very hard. So hard. He couldn't get his podcast. People don't understand how much work goes into a podcast. And he couldn't get a... What is the PPP loan? Yeah, couldn't get the PPP loan. I was trying to reference uh, the... We saw a movie, and I'm just going to talk about this very briefly, <laughs> called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. So good. And there's a you, character in there. I liked it more than you. I'll put that out there. You think so? You said it was just okay. I thought oh, it was fucking hilarious. Maybe it's kind of grown on me over time, because the mm. more I think about it, the more I like okay. it. But there's a character in there who, her, her big thing is, she's always asking her friends if they listen to her podcast. <laughs> and she has this whole thing about, she. people have no idea how much work goes into putting together a podcast. And me, and one other guy in the theater... One other guy really react to it like yes, so true. You no idea, but she at least has all her friends like hate listen to it. I, I don't think my friends listen to this podcast. Well, that's good. They don't hate you. Oh no, yeah. But I still, that means they don't hate listen just to make fun of you. Later. I know, but still, in a I separate could use, group chat. I could use the listens for like if my ignorance was that I had tons of people listening, even if they were hate listening. Wait, I would know that. How many friends do you think would hate listen to this? I don't know. None of them care enough to hate listen. That's the thing. That that's a horrible thing about this. I think I might have a former, uh, not former fan, uh, <laughs> super fan Mark H might still listen to this. I think I might have a guy in Arizona still listening to this. Do you think they hate listen? And then to my this, dad. Or they actually like it. Um, I hope they don't hate listen. I think the guy from Arizona, if he still listens, mainly listened when it because of Chase was on the podcast before. Mm. But I think we got a good relationship going on, and I like him. He likes me, so maybe, but I'm not sure. You think a dude from Arizona still listens to this when we're literally, like, get vaccinated and wear masks? He, he's from here. He moved to Arizona. Oh. And he might have d- different opinions than me and still listen to the podcast. That can happen. You never know. But yeah, for the most part, I don't have that many listeners, and it's just going down. I was talking to my dad, and he was like, so you guys are going to get a lot of listeners now. I was like, nope, less than ever before. <laughs> less than ever before. At least your dad right. supports. Oh, yeah. For those of you who don't know, this is an entertainment news podcast. Uh, we... Not as sad as we started out as. What? It's not as sad. I'm so confused. Okay, this is an entertainment news podcast. We tend not to do gossip news unless my wife wants to bring it in here, because she's my co-host, and she gets to make that decision. Uh, just tend to go about more fun, entertaining news rather than the gossip stuff. Our first segment, what we do, is I take a look at the my entertainment thoughts and the things I've taken in since the last time I've reco- recorded this mm-hmm. podcast. This isn't a review of the thing. It's more like just thoughts that came to me while I was watching or taking in that stuff. The first one is, so 
I'm a big fan of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I've watched all of it. I'm watching it all again. It's a little bit painful watching all the classic ones for a second time, but I've committed, so I'm stuck to it. Okay. It's been, by the way, I started rewatching the classic ones in 2017. That's all long it's taken me to go through this. But anyways, something I realized as, well, as I was watching this show is that the Doctor, who's an alien that time travels through space and time and all that kind of stuff... Is always a white man. Not just that, but you're going. You're actually going along the right lines. By the way, it's going to be black next. Uh, is a racist, and not that not the usual kind of like just hates people different color. If you pay attention to the show, he goes to all these different plants, all these different kinds of beings. The only people he ever takes with him on the TARDIS are humanoid-looking people. Oh. He, there's never there's never been a companion with like a bird face or anything like that. It's just. People that look like people. Even if they're aliens, they look like people. Do you think they did it that way just uh, for production value? Like, they wouldn't have to keep putting a mask on somebody? I think they did it that way, and also, like, the companions are supposed to be your, uh, supposed to be the, the audience's, like, version. Like, they could project themselves yeah. onto the companions. That being said, there's a lot of beans that is meeting. My God. Meeting. It's been a long day. We're recording on, on a, a work day, usually record on a weekend, so I'm a little bit more... I can't talk today, but we're recording anyway. A lot of beings he has met on his journeys, mm-hmm. and it seems a little weird that they all look like humans, except for he had a robot dog, and he had a robot human companion. That's or about it. he really thinks the humans are his pets. Okay. So they're too, the other ones are too good to... Yeah. Okay. Like, we're not even, like, companions. We're pets. You know how people say, like, their dog is their life companion or whatever? Okay. That's why like some fascinating creatures to him. So he's just like, you know what? Come along. Your planet sucks. You know what? This makes perfect sense. Mm. Because one of the doctor's big concerns is that his companions never do what he tells them to do. They always wander off and shit like that. And I think You he, didn't give them any treats. You didn't train them very well. My thought is, he, his whole problem is he doesn't like training. So once he really... Like, he travels with them for a little while. And he's like, look... This isn't working out. It's like, go take your dog back to the pound after you got it. It's like, I, they're too we'll, much we'll, work. We'll pay the rehoming fee. Yeah, they're, they're not housebroken. Uh, they're just, we're just going to take these companions back to the Do you planet. think that'll change your outlook when you watch this next time? What, there were his pets? Yeah. I mean, not much. I never got the, the like, there's a whole thing, a movement online where people go like, the best, best words a girl can hear, can hear is, I'm the doctor. Best three words a girl can hear is on the doctor. So they can go travel away with him. Mm-hmm. Would you want to travel with the doctor? Not with a racist, no. Well, even if, let's say he wasn't a racist. Or like you weren't yeah, a racist. Yeah, I don't want to stay here. He never goes... Like, every time he goes to a planet, you almost die. And they act like it's this wonderful experience. Bro, we're literally almost dying every single day. Do you know how many mass shootings there are and global warming's Dude, happening? Dude, there was a mass... Not mass shooting, but there was a shooting in Victoria Gardens yesterday. Stop. In our neighborhood. Yeah, they uh, they shut down Victoria Gardens. No one, to my knowledge, no one got shot, but three shots, were, uh, three bullets were shot out. They closed everyone into the stores that they were in. They like locked them in. They couldn't get out. So yeah, bro, do you know how bad active shooting is now? Like, I always thought, like, I didn't always think, but I was like, look, we don't like live in a big city. Like, we're yeah. outside of LA, so like, we're not like there. But yeah. like. Also, we had a meeting that was, like, an active shooter meeting at work. Mm-hmm. Like, they came to one of our unit meetings, and they're like, okay, you guys, what are you guys going to do if there's an active shooter? I'm like, what do you expect us to do? Yeah, I... And then they're like, okay, we have places for you guys to go. And I'm like, I don't, like, in case, like, so if we had to leave, uh-huh. right? And, like, one was, like, the YMCA. One was, like, another, like, library down the street. I'm like, bro, I don't live here. 
Yeah. I don't know where any of this is. I'm just gonna go find a Target or a Starbucks or something. Yeah. Something that I know. And they're like, the lady was like, that's dumb, basically. And I was like, what? I don't know where the YMCA is. Like, why yeah. would I go there? But, like, her whole meeting was so... Honestly, it was really shitty. It was really, yeah. really bad. Like, she gave no good context of what to do. And her whole thing was like, when you guys leave and you guys get out of the building, call the hospital and tell us that you guys are alive. Call your boss to tell your bosses you're alive. Okay. And I was like, aren't you, like, not supposed to call during an active shooter? Yeah, also, like, who, who's that going to be answering the phone? Yeah, that's the thing. Like, it's going to... So you're going to have a bunch of phones ringing, and people are going to try to pick them up? Like, yeah. what if people are... Like, what if the cops are trying to call in? I don't know. It was a hell of a mess. And, like, good on the stores, like, Victoria Gardens and Mall for locking everybody in, because yeah. I feel like that was way more prepared than our my, my works meeting yeah. about after shooters. Oh, uh, that is... I, one of the reasons I'm glad I never say where I work on here is so I can talk a little trash sometimes. Mm-hmm. My for one thing, my work is Where'd never. Where do we go if we get ten likes? My no, my my work has never uh, had a talk about active shooters. But I can tell you that they are not prepared if there's a fire, because although we, although we've <laughs> someone had someone call OSHA, <laughs> although we've had uh, we've had uh, you know drills and stuff like that. Something that makes me very comfortable about my work is that the alarm will go off sometimes accidentally. But they have conditioned us to just keep on working because it's most likely a drill the alarm yeah, not working. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just keep on doing our shit if there's a real fire we're just chugging away i think that's how most places work though that's horrible i work in a hospital like we do drills and like the whole drill is to like close any doors like patient doors Uh, doors to units but like i don't think there's an like if there's an actual evacuation plan like nobody on my like nobody i know that works at this hospital actually knows the plans of like how to get out of the building where to go where to meet up i'm lucky in that my position that i'm in I am literally feet away from the exit. Yeah, and it's so, only one floor, right? Yeah, it's only one floor. Yeah. So I, I'm fine. I'm good. But uh, people in the middle of, the, of my workplace are fucked if there's a fire. Because, like, oh, no, no, we're supposed to and keep it's all working. what? it's all, like, cardboard. Like, There's a lot of cardboard. Flammable stuff, There's a stuff, lot of cardboard. Right? Yeah, so there's... Mm. there's all right, so the next one I'm going to talk about is... Why are we uh, talking about shootings for? I don't, I don't oh, know. Whatever. Okay. That's just how the show works. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're watching the show Sandman. Sandman. On, on Netflix. Pretty good show so far. We haven't finished it yet. But in the first episode, the Sandman, who was like this god of dreams, gets ha- captured by a human being and kept naked for 100 years a in a little cage. A white man kept naked for 100 years in a cage. And then immediately after he gets free, you know, he gets his clothes again. I'm just like, I don't know if I would adjust that fast. If you've been naked, like, like when we first started dating... I used to sleep in full on like t-shirt, suit. Uh, <laughs> t-shirt and pajama bottoms, and like uh, that was what I was comfortable with. And for some reason, I don't remember the origin how, but I know it's your fault that now I only sleep Probably. in my boxers. And uh, I broke them down, guys. I can't, but now I can't go back. I can't imagine being naked for a hundred years and suddenly like putting on some clothes well, and being cool with it. Probably like eight thousand years old. I guess, but like a hundred years to him is probably ten minutes. I'm not gonna lie. You say that, but he is he is shaken by these 100 years. He's shaken, yeah, because a white man was able to trap him. Yeah. And he was like, I'm above white men, apparently or not. Yeah, so I'm, I'm just saying, I don't know. For me, I think I'd start off smaller. Like, I'd probably be just going around in a Speedo for a little while. You know, adjust to my surroundings. That's really tight. Well, a Speedo after, like, having it all hang out for 100 years? I'll, I'll makeshift a loose Speedo or a loincloth. Um... Do you think, like, he, like, jerked off in the thing? I don't think Sandman is... With his sand. He 
Well, he didn't have Sam's taken from him. Oh, okay, sorry. I think so he only had spit this time. <laughs> I think I think he's asexual. Oh. I don't, I don't get any sex vibes from him. I think he's a like an emo god of sadness. Would you like? Would you um, ever like? If your friends told you they trapped some dude in their basement, a naked dude in their basement, would you go look? I'd, I'd call the police. But would you go look first? <laughs> to make sure that I'm not, like, like they're not playing some weird joke on uh, me. That's a catch-22, though, because, like, what if they go, you go down there, and, like, one, there was no dude, and you happen to be the dude they trap, or two, oh. <laughs> or... <laughs> but I'm not wearing clothes when I get out, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Or, um... Or, like, you get down there and there's some dude and you call the cops and they know you narked on them. Well, I want them to go to jail because they're bad people, so that's not catch-22. But he's a dream guy. Okay. What if, like, what if he gave you bad dreams and you're like, you well, know what I Well, I, I, I helped him out. I went down there and helped him out. I think I'm good. Mm, I think maybe. I'm in his good graces. Maybe he's just, like, white men. Never mind. I will say... He's a very weird... Like, I, I asked you while we were watching it, is he good looking? Because I couldn't tell... But, like, there's a weird thing with him where it's, like, I saw pictures of him. I was, like, this guy is the biggest dork in the world. And then he talked. I was, like, he's pretty cool. His his voice is really deep, and he has an accent, and he's, like, tall, I think. So, like, yeah. I think that does it a lot for a lot of people. The bar is low for men. It's really, really low. <laughs> he looks like he'd be in, like, a Cure cover band. Oh, yeah, because of the hair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the fact that he's pale as hell. Yeah. I don't know. And right. you guys still disappoint with the bar being that low. Yeah. yeah they, a lot of us do. Okay. All right. Next one. I was watching Monsters University, which I'm sure is the Why didn't you tell me? You were at work. This was yesterday. What the heck? Uh, you, okay. If you're making me put my calendar on the schedule again, you need to put your Pixar schedule up, sir. I try to I try to save stuff for you, but then you go to work. I'm like, I have to I'm finish sorry I have to work. I sh- you're right. I should quit. Uh, no, that's not what I'm I saying. should quit. Anyways, what I was thinking about the, with that movie, which is a very weird society, is that the whole concept. No, no. The whole concept of that of that that's those movies is that monsters scare people for electricity. Mm-hmm. So that's just for utility. That is to me. That's the same as like us being excited about our electricians and stuff like that. Like electricians are celebrities because that's what they are in that world. The, the electricians. Are celebrities to the world. People know all their favorite mm-hmm. scares. That's weird, right? Don't you think that'd be like, like I don't know who, who do, I don't know an electrician. I don't know the guy working at Southern California Edison. Maybe we can find someone to help us lower electricity bill. Okay, you know what? Then I would be a big fan. Like, yeah. You, you got, know what, sir? Come over for dinner. We'll make you whatever you want. Have you met Bill from Southern California Edison? Yeah. He's a great guy. He is my Way fucking better hero. Than Jake from State Farm. Okay, Jake but like, State also Farm. here's the other thing. What? You you scare people for a living, right? Yes. At one at certain points, people are gonna get desensitized. You're gonna have to keep coming up with more and more worse ways to scare people. Well, they only scare children. They grow. Children out of it. get desensitized real. Yeah, but okay. They, look how many kids aren't even phased about school shootings. Yeah, anymore. but they 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 the whole concept is that they, once a door doesn't work, they exit out and they go to a new kid. They have billions of doors. Kids are getting born all the time. And kids are wusses. The doors don't work? Does that mean they can't scare them anymore? What? Well, no. And the they, kids are dead inside? Once, no, because it's to our world. What they do uh, is when a door no longer works, like they no longer can scare a kid in there, they exit out a door and they shred it. And that door is no longer a viable entrance. That's when you become an adult? No, they just do that once a kid is no longer afraid anymore. Then you get, you yeah, get rid of that door. Yeah, you're an adult at that point. Sure, you're an adult. 
I can't remember. I was going to have a point, but I forgot. Good. All right. All right. Pumpkin spice <laughs> season is amongst us, guys. All right. This one might bore you a little bit, but I have to say it oh for some gosh. people. So I've been watching Star Trek. No. <laughs> and I've come to the conclusion, and you're going to believe, you're going to follow me with this and actually agree with me, I think, even though you don't care, is that Kirk is a terrible captain. And here's the biggest reason why. So in all the other shows, uh, there's very low death counts for their crew member, right? But in Star Trek, the original series, you've heard of the red shirts, right? Sure. Red shirt is a common is a famous trope made from from Star Trek, where people wearing the red shirts die in almost every mission when they okay. go out on that. He he loses about fifty five crew members in red shirts or something like that during the show. None of the shows did that, so you go like, okay, well it took place hundred years before Next Generation and all the other ones, so like they're learning out there. Maybe that's excuse until they start making all these prequel shows, and none of them have crew members die. So Kirk is the only one, he has a crew of 400, lost about 60 people. He lost about almost a fourth of his crew because he's that bad. He's like considered a legend. I'm saying, Kirk's a bad captain. Who were the people that died white men? I mean, it was made in the 60s, so mostly. Hmm, well, there might be something to that then. Um, what, like they all died from like battles or what? Lots of times... So the the whole thing, uh, the reason why the, I think red shirts is unfair is that those are security. So they go down to the planet with them. You know, Kirk and McCoy and uh-huh. and Spock go down there, but they also take some security people to like guard the entrance, some shit like that. And then some alien kills them. You're blaming aliens for a white man's mistakes. For the most part, it is aliens that kill them. But it's all, I'm, no, I'm blaming Kirk because obviously every other captain in in the Starfleet. William Shatner, yeah, yeah. Every other captain in Starfleet can keep their crew alive. You know who to keep those people alive? Hot Spock. He does because he's on. He's on one where they don't. There hasn't been a high death rate. Yeah. I think there's been like one crew member. No, never mind. There's an episode where a couple of died. I think three crew members have died. That's way better than sixty. Yeah. Although to be fair, they've only had thirteen episodes since Kirk had eighty. Mm. But sure. All right. Uh... He had eighty. Wait, Kirk had eighty episodes and sixty people died. Yeah. So there's only 20 episodes where somebody doesn't die? Yeah. Wow. That's what I'm saying. People don't, people always go like, Kirk or Picard, who's the better captain? I think Picard's the better captain, because he's a very low death rate. Oh my gosh. Okay. Alright. Uh, I've been watching Mad Men in the, uh, recently, and there's a storyline that came up that I did not remember, because I'm re-watching this show. Is that he finds out, this woman that's very important to him, he finds out that she's dying from cancer. Now the thing is, she doesn't know she's dying from cancer. Her her sister knows, and her her niece knows. And it just made me think: if you if you had like months left to live, and everyone around, would you want people to tell you that, or you would you want to be going around just ignorant of it until like suddenly you're like on your deathbed? If I have three months to live, and you're still making me pay my student loans, I'll be hella fucking pissed. Well, I mean, the debt's gonna go to me. So how is it gonna go to you? Isn't because we're married. But you're not on. Like, if somebody dies, you don't have to pay that debt. You don't? No. I assumed that if you died, I'd take on your debt. No. That's Are you like, sure about that? There, there's like loop. Like, I don't want to say loopholes because that's not the word. Like, there's like there's if we if we have a house together and you're on that house, Dave. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. But like, say I died tomorrow, you're not on my car payment. Okay. They would just take that shit back, but... So, 
if you ever like if you if you want a new career, you're sick of paying off your student loans, we could fake your death and then marry a person who looks just like you. What? Which would be you, because we'd fake your death. How, one, how are you gonna fake my death? I don't think you've thought about this. I mean, I thought I I have thought about faking my death before, but no, I haven't gone into good detail about my it. My death. I know, but my death, my death plans could apply to you, but mine mine are always short term because I just want to see how people react to me dying. I don't think that doesn't. You're fit thinking here. small. You need to think bigger. Student loans bigger. Student sir. loans are bigger. Yeah. Okay. So we'll work on that. Or like, if you die, because uh, your health insurance is under me, I would have to pay for all of your hospital bills. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so don't die. <laughs> don't Early, get sick. Don't get sick. Well, it's not don't die. It's don't, Have don't languish in the hospital. Yeah. Just kind of, just go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't stop. Just go into that <laughs> if grave. If I don't think it's going to happen, I'll just hit, I'll just take out your breathing tube. Oh. <laughs> I I bet, and maybe you shouldn't, I shouldn't say this on the podcast. No, I'm going to say it. <laughs> I bet because you worked in a hospital for a while, you know how to kill somebody and make it look like an accident. No. No. Are, no. 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 Okay. Because okay, so when okay, so when somebody dies, we have to call a couple of people. We have to call one legacy, which is the organ people, mm-hmm. and then we have to call the coroner's office and explain everything that happened. Okay. And then at that point. They'll be like, okay, this is a coroner's case. Like, especially if, like, it wasn't... If somebody wasn't a DNR, mm-hmm. um, chances are it's going to be a coroner's case. Okay. And they're going to investigate. Okay. So it's not easy to kill someone in the hospital. No. I mean, people have done it. Yeah. But But it's also, like, those, like... They're called angels of death or whatever, like the doctors yeah, or like nurses Yeah, like Kevorkian or something like that. Yeah. But most of the nurses that did it worked in nursing homes where, like, people were older. They had so many things wrong with they them. They kind of expected them you, to die. Yeah. But, like, in a hospital, uh, like, there's people that, like, we have seen that will probably die because mm-hmm. of what they came in with. Yeah. But because of, like them being a full code, them being younger or whatever else. They're like, this is a coroner's case. We're going to investigate. So that means when they take the body, you have to leave like all the tubes in them mm-hmm. to show that you did life-saving measures. And they're definitely going to take toxicology report. Um, they're going to comb through all of your charting to see what happened. Now here's something I've always thought, uh, and maybe you don't know anything about this, but I've, so I've heard that if you put like an air bubble in some, inside someone's IV, you could kill them with that. I'm always wondering why people use poison, why they can't just do that. Because an air bubble, um, instead of a blood clot, it puts an air clot. Okay. And it'll get stuck in your lungs. Okay. But you need, like, those little air bubbles they show on TV is wrong. Like, you need, like, you've seen the IV tubing, uh-huh. right? Yeah. That whole thing, you need to be full of air to even possibly create. Okay. So, so, yeah, but because of that, because people mm. see that little air bubble, sometimes, like, they'll see it in their IV, and they're like, I'm gonna die, I'm gonna die. I'm like, you're not gonna die. Like, you're fine. Like, you don't need that. I was just about to tell a story. What? About the time I freaked out. Stop. <laughs> you're that person? <laughs> Babe, I'm a hypochondriac. When was this? Before or after me? Oh, it was while we were, while we were together for years. Uh, Remember when I had my kidney stones? They had me put up on an IV uh, to kind of hydrate me again, because I was all depleted mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, fucked mm-hmm. up. And I was like, hey, nurse, I didn't, I didn't start crying or anything like that, but it was like, I was like, nurse, nurse, I saw an air bubble go into my IV, am I okay, do you want to check this out, is it okay? Kind of like talking You never fast. told me this. Because was this when I showed up to the ER? No, this is when I went to urgent care. Oh, okay. Because I showed up to the ER one time with, 
for your kidney stones too. Yeah. In my scrubs. Oh my gosh. I can't be that wife. Hmm. What? I, I don't remember making you do that or anything like no, that. No, I'm saying I can't be that wife that shows up and her husband's like being a hypochondriac in the hospital. Hey, I try very hard not to be a hypochondriac because I'm aware I'm a hypochondriac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was ignorant of all I knew is that you inject a little bit of air and you die. Yeah, a little Which bit of air is fine. It's yeah. fine. But, like, that's not me being a bad hypochondriac. That's me. I learned that because that's what I was told by Yeah, like, that's what TV it, says. TV, yeah. You, yeah, you literally need a huge thing. Okay. TV. That's why. Okay, because it's always bugged me. It's like people are always, like, injecting some poison into the IV to kill yeah. people. I'm like, just put some air, dude. Yeah. I just so then, easily. Like, I'll, be, I'll be the greatest assassin in the world. And, like, nobody wants bubbles because it'll set off the, like, the IV pumps uh-huh. because it censors bubbles. It, that's, like, when it tells you, like, it's... Like, it'll say, like, air in the line, but it's, like, if it's too much, that's why it's saying that. But, um, every nurse, like, hates getting air bubbles because of that, too. They're like, no air bubbles because somebody's gonna see it and then freak out. I don't, I, I know you're annoyed with the patients, but that's not their fault. No, I'm, okay. I wasn't saying anything. Okay. I'm just saying nurses try really hard to not make bubbles, but, um, depending on what, like, the solution that they have in the mm-hmm. IV bag at the time, they just create bubbles on their own. Oh, okay. So this has been very educational. Nobody is annoyed by patients here. <laughs> okay? All right. Just annoyed at my contract husband, who was like, nurse, nurse, there's there's an air bubble. I'm going to die. I, I stayed relatively calmish. What did she say? I can't remember. It, it, that she, was, like, shut the door on you. She's like, you're fine. That was 2019 or something like that. It's been a few years. All right. Hmm. Last one uh, for this segment. Uh, I'm, uh, they added some more Daredevil comics onto the Marvel Unlimited app that I use. So I'm reading some old Daredevil from the 80s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In this one, uh, so Daredevil, as Matt Murdock, puts some criminals away. His friend, Foggy, finds out and is like, oh, I gotta go tell him that these guys got out of prison. But who might want to kill him. And then his wife is like, eh... We're kind of in a hurry, so he doesn't, and then people try to kill Matt. If if you found out that one of my friends was in danger, and I could help them out by warning Which them. Which friend? Let's say a, let's I, say anybody from the lobby. Mm, would no, you, I need a name. Would you, uh, <laughs> let's say Matt. <laughs> let's say Matt. For the audience doesn't know who that is, but let's say Matt. Uh, he was on my X Men episode. Let's say <laughs> for if anyone wants to know who that is. Let's say Matt is in danger, <laughs> and I have to. I, he should have seen it coming. He should have seen it coming. He's like six two. He should have seen it coming. Oh, so so I'm not allowed. If we're in a hurry, where are we going? Well, I think they're going to the airport. But like, no, he's, his gotta, life is in danger. Was it international flight or domestic? I don't know. Uh, mm, I think it was domestic. Are we going on vacation or for like business? I think it was. I, it, it might have been a little bit of both. Okay, well then Matt's fucking up our vacation. Oh, okay. So fuck that. Just let him die. <laughs> No, he can defend himself. What do you mean? We're not stopping him from defending well, himself. He, if he's ignorant, he's not going to be aware to defend himself. He should have seen it coming if he put dudes in jail that they got out and they're coming for him. He wasn't where they got out. Okay, but if you put somebody in jail, you should be looking over <laughs> your shoulder. So you should always be... Every day, you should be like, hey, yeah. are those people still in prison? They haven't had a prison break or anything, have they? This is how women function every single day. Oh, okay. So... All this is doing is turning is turning Matt into basically living like a woman. I mean, he's got to, like, figure out how it's not to 
how how not to be a six foot two white man. Okay. With a decent job. Okay. Yeah. Also, like, okay, but also Matt Murdock should have figured it out, right? Well, I mean, he he heard them coming up on him because he had the senses. Yeah. Okay, but no, a few things. You're a superhero and a lawyer, and you put people in jail. Isn't that, like, his whole thing, like, people get out of jail and come for him? Like, that can't be the only time that happened. Uh, it, it, of course it happens, but not that often because most of the time he's... I don't think Foggy's as bad as you're trying to make him out to be. Foggy was... Yeah, Foggy was pretty... Foggy's pretty bad in the comics. He's not as nice and likable as he is on the on the Netflix TV mm. show. Foggy's kind of... T- especially if you go, like, 60s, 70s, and 80s Foggy. Okay, well, I feel like... Him not telling him is not that big of a deal considering who Matt Murdock is. Okay. Yeah. But he didn't know that. He, he didn't know. He didn't know he's Daredevil. He just knew he was Matt Murdock. Oh, you should have led with that. Sorry, I forgot that the TV show he knows in the com- in the older comics he doesn't know. That's kind of shitty then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So now we're gonna go into entertainment news. Uh, the first one I think is what, what were we talking about before? Entertainment thoughts. Oh my god. Okay. But that's, we were talking about things I took in. This is actually news stories now. Okay. All right, the first one. Are you aware of the Millie Vanilli, who, 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 those people? Yes. Okay, so they have greenlit a biopic of these people. Okay. So for those of you who don't know, I think this is a cool idea, because I, I think your story is fascinating. Why? Do you not know? You know what Millie Vanilli did, right? They they were lip syncing, right? That's yeah. them. Yeah. They got famous for taking credit for someone else's singing because the studio thought they looked better for the parts than the actual people that were singing. Okay. And so they got very big, and then they got outed, and they got, you know, their, li- their careers were destroyed because yeah. they were just frauds. Yeah. And then one of them, I think one of them or both of them killed themselves. Oh, I didn't know that part, Yeah, bro. I didn't it's know a that part. Du- It's an interesting, dark, slash kind of funny in some parts story that mm-hmm. I think we would make a great movie because I want to know more details on how the fuck this happened and all this set up. It's... It's a crazy story. Apparently, these guys couldn't even speak English that well, so it's kind of weird to think like they had no sing- accent. Yeah, they had no accent when they sang, but when they when they when they spoke, they had like you know heavy accents. It's, it's surprising to me that they really thought they'd get away with that. Okay, and the other story, uh, travesty of a story. Hmm. Uh, they are making a sequel ad to Nicole Kidman's movie theater thing. It's going to start her again, because she's been, like, the muse for the guy. Apparently, it's a huge success for some reason, including uh, people are like, do you know what, like, Rocky Horror Picture showings are? Mm-hmm. Where, like, people, like, act out, or, yeah. like, people are now doing that to her commercial. <laughs> and so it's so popular, they're making another it's one. It's a huge thing. I don't get it. It's fucking awful. No, oh, listen. It's all camp and parody. Like, none of it's because they actually think it's a good commercial. I, I, it's 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 taken on a mind of its own, and I think that the guy is doing a sequel because he thinks that people like really like it, like it, and not like ironically yeah. like it. No, when you read, I don't want to go into like all the quotes and stuff he said in there, but he really thinks he can. He made like the Godfather of, of commercials. commercials for movies. Mm. It's insane. I wouldn't doubt if they take the sequel and place it in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised either that yeah. that fits. Alright, this one is just like a fuck you to people, because a lot of people are assholes. Yeah. So, uh, there's a Italian director who uh, won big in this this award season. I'm trying to get, get his name, but it's fucking up on my phone right now. And so... You better Wi-Fi, bro. What the heck? 
His n name is Emmanuel. Silencio Bruno. Emmanuel Crilles Crillesi. Okay. And he made an announcement after his his movie came out because there's a lot about identity and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That he when he was born, he's born biologically female. Okay. And he so he's letting people know this after he won a big award. Uh huh. Uh -huh. And the thing is, what I thought was funny was because I'll show you what he looks like. And there's nothing against him, I'm saying. This is what he looks like. Okay. So a lot of people just saw the uh, the picture on the article on Facebook for it and said, I was born a woman. Mm-hmm. Was the, like, the headline article. And so people were like, looking at that guy, I don't know, looks pretty much like a man to me. I see that, because that, the guy's bald with a beard and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, I see that, that, that man balding stuff like that. They're trying to be assholes about it. Like making fun of him for saying he was a woman when he's mm -hmm. when he looks like a man, but that's what he actually wants. It's just reaffirming what he, he wants. They act. He's passing so well that they are ignorantly saying what they want him. He wants them to say, mm -hmm. and that just was so fucking funny to me. I mean, I hate that people are trying to be assholes about it, but that's the thing. You can't always tell. So why does it, it seems to matter only to these people if they can tell? Did you hear about the country singers right now? No, what's going on? Okay, so I don't really know these people all too well. I know, like, some of their songs, but that's it. Brittany Aldine, she is a wife of a country star. Um, she posted, like, a picture of her getting ready or whatever, and she's like, oh, I'm so glad my parents um, didn't change my gender when I was going through my tomboy phase because I love this girl. That is phase. not the fucking same thing. Can I thing? finish my Sorry. study? Sorry. I'm Anyways, just... so a couple other people in the um, country music was like, hey... Like, go, like, shell, like, your, like, clippings or whatever you're trying to sell at the time. Like, Can you try moving more towards the mic? No, my, I was telling a story. Do I do this I to you? But you're, you're, do I'm do looking at. Do I do this to you? Do I, do, do I? No. No, thank you. I just was noticing that you were coming off lower because than me. Because you were noticing something else because you weren't listening to me. I was listening. Anyways, so, a couple other people, Maren Morris and some other people were like, yo, bro, just go sell whatever dumb shit you want to sell online and, like, leave people, like... Don't shit on people, basically. Other country stars were, yes, were going to get... Yes. That's, that's kind of surprising. So then, um... Uh, so then the wife... Um, so her husband, like, comes out. The guy, I, Jason Aldean or whatever. He's, like, the country... Like, one a really big country star. And he okay. was like, he was like, whatever, I support my wife. And everybody was like, okay, whatever. So then the wife goes on Tucker Carlson to try to defend herself. And was saying that, like, gender-affirming surgeries and, um, and therapy... And young kids is like child mutilation. I'm like, it's mm, not. That's not no. a thing. But Tucker Carlson posts a picture of one of the country stars that like spoke up against her and was like, oh, um, crazy, crazy uh, is something like calling her crazy or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. So she literally takes that phrase and her picture that they showed, mm -hmm. lunatic country star is what it was. She put them on T-shirts and sold them and got a hundred thousand dollars for Trans Life. That's awesome stuff their um fundraiser or whatever and then she was like look it doesn't matter like there's a place for everybody even in country music and people like that should really just stop but there you go to, to go with your story yeah no that, that that actually applied very well that was, that was hey, interesting i can apply things very well no i'm just uh, i can apply myself yes, when i want to yes i agree okay you're good okay can you speak into the mic sir because <laughs> you're not coming up all right uh here's here's a uh story i thought was just kind of fun i should really should really start putting these in order of how I want to tell them. Maybe but, uh, after 53 episodes, you would think so. You would think so. Uh, 
It just had a second going movie. Okay, Ben Kingsley is coming back to the Who's Marvel. That? Uh, you don't know who Ben Kingsley? Uh, okay. Oh, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to figure out something. Uh, he was a villain in Iron Man three, and he was, you know, the actor slattery guy. Is he the in Mandarin Shang-Chi. guy? Yeah, the original, okay. ma- the original Mandarin who turned out not to be the Mandarin. Okay. He's coming back to the MCU. He is now going to be a character in the Wonder Man show. What's the Wonder Man show? Okay. So, Wonder Man is a character, uh, he's pretty old, he was like a villain for a short period of time in Avengers, and then he became a good guy. He basically shares the same brain patterns as Vision, if you're going to the comic stuff. And he eventually becomes an actor. And that's what this is going to be about, is about this superhero guy who's also trying to be an actor, and Slattery, who's an actor, Ben Kingsley's character is an actor, are going to be teaming up together in this show somehow. Okay. I don't know, I thought that was funny, because I thought, I, did you not like his character in Shang-Chi? It was okay. Okay, I thought it was fun. It was okay. Hey, but did you see Shang-Chi, the guy, Simi Lu? What about him? He was at a thing that I keep wanting to go to. What is the thing? The 626 Night Market I told you about. Oh, is that thing with the Undertale thing we're going to check out? That's a different thing. But he was there at the one, like, last week, and I was like, bro, I've been wanting to take you. I wanted to go this forever. And this dude was there. I like him. He's fun. Yeah. And he seems dope. He seems to really be standing up for what, um... Uh, for everybody. Yeah. he Yeah, he's very outspoken, and a lot of, it's getting him a lot of hatred from the people that also hate Captain Marvel, Brie Larson. But I don't fucking care. If you speak out for what's good, you got my support. Okay, um... Oh, damn, I forgot I was gonna do that. Well, it's too fucking late in <laughs> You should have... Why? Well, I, I was going to talk about our Funko trip, oh. but uh, it feels like we're way past that. Now. Why? I don't know. It felt like a beginning of show thing. <laughs> you want to start over? No. You can do, do it after. Do you the, want to talk about our can, trip? It sounds like you want to talk about it, but you can you can finish your new segment and then do um, entertainment trips, and then we can <laughs> do the movies if you want. Why are you no, laughing so do, hard? Do, do you want to talk sure, about it? Sure, we that? can. <laughs> Let's move on. Okay, that's that's entertainment news. Okay, you guys. Okay. Now entertainment trips. So we went to. I, I think this kind of applies because it's a very entertaining thing. But we went down to Hollywood to try out the Funko Pop store in Hollywood. If you, if, you, if you don't know what Funko are, which I think most people do, but there's a few people I met that don't. It's these giant, it's these bobblehead things of popular entertainment uh, things with like all stylized with like similar heads but different kind of bodies and okay. accessories and stuff like that. We went down there to try to get a Funkos of our size. Anyways, I gotta say, first thing I gotta say really quick in here is that LA, what the fuck is with your bathroom situation? I think it's, um, I don't know the correct word, but I think it's to keep homeless people away, which is kind of really shitty, because, like, homeless people need restrooms. But I was even willing to, like, buy, like, we got, we drive out there, I, I, I have the bladder of, like, a, a nine-month pregnant woman, I, I need to pee all the fucking time, and so I, you know, we drive, like, an hour and a half over to LA, I'm like, okay, it's good, I really need to go, but once we get there, I'll go to the restroom, and then we go to the Funko store. Nothing. Nothing over there. We would, like... I think it was kind of mean and angry seeming. I'm not sure how I came across. You were just like, I really need to pee really bad. And I was like, okay, let's go. It was panic. I was on the verge of pissing myself. It was so bad. Yeah. And like, I, I, like, I, I was like, we can't, like, you weren't keeping up with me. But I was like, you need to keep up with me because I can't wait for you. And I'm... No, but like, you would go down to a street. You would go down the street to a store and realize the store wasn't open. And then you would double back. And I was like, okay. Um, okay. But like... <laughs> 
And then eventually I did something I've never done before, which it got so fucking bad. I took an empty Mountain Dew bottle, went to my Mountain car. Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew. And I filled it up pretty much the entire way. Just barely was able to stop before it overflowed. Fuck you, LA. Get some bathrooms. But anyways, then we went into the Funko shop, which yes. I thought was really fucking cool. Yeah. Uh, they, the line was not. The line was no. not. There's no shade. There's no water. There's no sitting. There's no nothing. Yeah, to get into the store... There's basically a line from, we got there at 10 o'clock, the store didn't open until no. 12. So we had to wait in line for like two hours. I got sunburned. Even though I used sunblock, I got sunburned. But then eventually it starts moving in and when they get in there, but they keep on stopping you because only so many people can go in. It's a, it's a big store, but still it's very popular. Yeah. And then you get inside there and there's these sets done with, done with giant Funkos. Like we got like a, li- like a life-size... Actually, bigger than life-size baby Groot. That's like bigger than yeah. us. So you take a picture with. There's like a set with like a Little Mermaid with and like Ursula. Or, yeah, it's a full-on like ship. boat on the, with the ship at the end of the movie. Uh, except for this Funkos inside there that are life-size. A giant Ursula, Flounder, Sebastian, Ariel. You go into an area where there's like Guardians of the Galaxy and the Justice League. Toy Story. Toy Story. Doctor Who. Stranger Things. You got to take pictures with like. Cute Michael Myers and, yeah. and Jason and Freddy Krueger. Beetlejuice. Beetle, it was, it was so cool. Yeah. I just I, I wanted to mention that. I also wanted to just tell Hollywood because it was Funko Pop Hollywood. Get some fucking restrooms available for people. I will buy stuff. I went to a fucking yeah. Rite Aid. I was like, I'll buy something. It was like restrooms for employees only. <sighs> I almost pissed myself. The only one that had a like public restroom to buy stuff was Dunkin' Donuts and they were closed. Yeah, their restroom was closed. It was horrible. Yeah. Alright, so yeah. That's my Funko story. Bought it's about, too much and then we made ourselves. We made ourselves. I spent, think I spent about 120 and you spent like 175 on yeah, Funkos. Yeah, but I bought like bigger ones too. Yes. But it's really cool. Now if you come to our house, if any of you people listen actually know us well enough to come to our house, we got a pretty good collection that you can see that I think decorated yeah. our place pretty cool looking. Yeah. And then we're at the top. Yes, we are. We put up a shelf with uh, with our Funkos lording over all the other Funkos. It's very cool. All right. So, it's Halloween season already, at least um, in this house. <clears throat> it's pumpkin spice season. It's Halloween season in this house. And so, we thought we'd get into it. Because, I don't know, it's my favorite movie season, entertainment season, because there's just so much. Mm-hmm. I can't watch it all year long, because I get sick of watching people die over and over again. There's only so many ways you can do it. But every once in a while, around this time of year, I like to get really into the horror stuff. So, we started dipping our toes into that season already. First thing uh, we did was we started watching the old black and white Frankenstein movies. We watched Frankenstein and Bride of Frankenstein. Yes. Have you seen those movies since it ever or how long has it been? Or I, I think I've seen parts of like old Frankenstein, but I don't think I've ever seen the like full movie. There is a there is over a hundred movies I've seen just parts of that yeah. I haven't seen the full movie. Oh, okay. So I think I might have seen these movies like really young like elementary school pre-parents divorce mm-hmm. young is what I, I last wow. saw those <laughs> is that the, the timeline right there that's the timeline so it's, it's very very young for me and I thought I misunderstood those movies when I was a kid because I thought he was like the bad guy he's, he's really ugly. not you're rude yes I am rude but like all the humans are fucking assholes in that movie I'm like oh my god the monster's not the problem are they German too I think they are German. Yeah, fuck mm, the Germans. Mm, mm. <laughs> uh, but but some of the acting in there is so fun. There, especially I love. I liked the first one. I loved Bride of Frankenstein. That one made it for me. And, he, and Frankenstein has like this woman that works for him or something like that. She's like a maid or something in his yeah. house. I'm not sure what she. But her overacting 
and her just eagerness to help out and just like condemn everything just made my day. I lo- fucking loved her. <laughs> the fact that like Bride of Frankenstein took place like right after mm-hmm. Frankenstein and then he recasted so much and like just never brought it up. Well, something I loved about that, not only did they not bring that up, but like the first movie, the second movie recaps the first movie a little bit, but then they leave details out and then you pick up, like the first movie ends really weird. Like, uh, you know, the, the monster attack, they think they killed it, Frankenstein got thrown off into a windmill, mm-hmm. <laughs> like a rag doll and somehow fucking survived. And then it has this funny little scene at the end where like all the maids want to give him a glass of wine yeah. and they're stopped from doing it because Frankenstein's dad goes like no wine's for me he doesn't need that ha 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 and the movie ends which is fucking weird and then the next movie acted like that never happened yeah <laughs> was a completely different thing um, recapped wrong but it's so I think that the, the story is well done in the fact that I think a lot of it is ageless about you know uh, prejudice and stuff mm-hmm. like that and preconceived notions but then some stuff is just so over the top and weird. But I, I loved it. I, I'm excited to watch. We got Creature from Black Lagoon we're going to watch soon, too. Do we already have it? Mm-hmm. Do you know the Bride of Frankenstein? Her um, hair is put, is really red. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. But it's because the actress's hair is red, too. And they it's not... I don't think it's a wig. I think they put a bunch of, like, stuff in it, but I don't think it's a wig. The thing that I, I thought was funny with her, for one thing... I didn't remember her moving like that. Like, she moves really weird. Like, she moves like a bird, which cracked me up. But I I had so much pre- many preconceived notions from this movie because I was more familiar with the, the, the spoof, mm-hmm. Young Frankenstein. And a lot of the scenes are in there. But, like, I thought I knew who the bride was going to be because in Young Frankenstein, his girlfriend eventually becomes the bride of Frankenstein. Mm-hmm. So I was waiting for that scene the entire time. It's like, oh, no, we got a random, random dead body here. We're going to turn into the bride. It's yeah. okay. A bird's body. I love that. I love that uh, the famous scene in Young Frankenstein where he accidentally grabs the wrong brain. He breaks the Igor character. I think it's called Fritz, actually. Mm-hmm. Drops the, drops the good brain and then goes picks the abnormal brain. I thought, oh, okay, that's funny. That's the stupid thing that they did in the Young Frankenstein. And then it's almost exactly recreated in the real version. It's like, okay, I don't know what they're spoofing. They're just making another Frankenstein movie. They just movie. changed a couple names. Mm-hmm. A couple characters around. Um... I also watched, and I'll, we're going to go into yours if you can try not to do spoilery, but I also watched Orphan, the, the original movie, mm-hmm. which is about an orphan child who starts attacking people when things don't go her way. You don't know why when she gets adopted. Here's the thing. I knew the twist going in, but I wanted to see if it is still a good movie if you, if you know the twist, which I'm going to spoil it for you now. The twist is that she's not a little girl. She's a little person who passes as a little girl. And then when falls in love with the dads and then tries to get her way with them and kill off the mom. That's her thing. Is that really? I don't think I've ever seen the first one all the way. Oh, okay. That's her thing. Yeah. That's what the twist was. Sorry. I thought you knew because you watched the second one. No, I knew the twist, but I didn't know that like, she was like, I want this dad. She, Yeah. she. Uh, there's some weird scenes, especially because in the first one, it wasn't a little person playing or anything like that. It was a little girl. And there's some scenes I'm like, I don't know if I'd want my... Like how little... How It's the actress, right? Yeah. She was like nine or eleven maybe eleven years old when the movie was made. Shut up. And so like there's a scene in there that I felt like was very I would have rather a little person be doing this scene because it's a scene and not very, a child. Not a child because it was very uncomfortable to watch the scene where she's trying to seduce the dad. Wow. I didn't know that part. Oh yeah, that's very gross. Uh but it, it was it, here's the thing. I think horror movies nowadays trust their audience a little bit more. And this is one of the reasons I didn't like 
I, I thought it was okay, but there's one of my big problems with it. Like, there's tons of jump scares that are not earned. Like, they're just random, like, oh, let's throw uh -huh. a jump scare in here, even though there's no reason for it. I think horror movies nowadays, like Hereditary or Midsummer, mm -hmm. stuff like that, trust your audience that you don't need to get scared every five seconds. Just trust yeah. in the story. And I think they're better than they were back in the mid-2000s. But I th it was a good movie, but a little stupid because of the jump scares. What do you think of, and try not to give too much away because I want to watch it this week. Uh, don't tell me what to do. What this do you is think my of, podcast. They made a prequel with the actress who played the yes. played the girl in the first movie, but yeah. now she's like in her 20s and 30s. She's literally 26. That's on like, you, they had a nine-year-old little girl playing this part trying yeah. to seduce the dad. Yeah, now they have an adult trying to play, pretend that she looks like a nine-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't really have too much spoilers, um... Because everything I found funny was, like, she she is 26 in her life. She looks like maybe she can pass for 17, though. Yeah. But I was like, but she's supposed to be playing, like, um, a 9 to 12-year-old. Yeah. And I was like, bro, she cannot pass off as 9. I th But I've heard that they kind of embrace that a little bit. And that's part of the fun of this movie. Probably. Is that it's and not believable. And I looked, I looked up her height just to check. And she's 5'3", so it's not too bad. Especially, like, if you get taller actors around the girl. Yeah. But there is a bunch of scenes where, like, they couldn't, um, they were trying to, like, show a, a bigger height disparity. Mm -hmm. Disparity. So, like, there was scenes where, like, literally, like, they have, like, her, like, camera on her, on her alone, and then camera back to, like, everybody okay. else. Or, like, if they have her walking next to somebody, it's obviously they got, like, a five-year-old child to, like, step in and stand for her. Okay. Like, they never show her with somebody fully. Oh, I thought they were, like, doing, like, uh, like Lord of the Rings. What they did is they did uh, perspectives messed up. Yeah. Like, they'd actually be far away, but they'd act like they're right there. I think maybe there was one scene like that, but for whatever reason, they couldn't keep it up or maybe budget. Oh, they, didn't have, they didn't have the budget yeah. of Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so... Um, so they, <laughs> they literally just would, like, put a stand-in of, like, a little five or eight-year-old, I don't know how, her stand-in, I don't know how old the stand-in was, but, yeah. like, the fact that they did that the whole, they did it a lot during yeah. the whole movie, where they literally had to put, like, them separate, and she couldn't be standing, she wasn't standing next to somebody else that was an adult. Was it full of the jump scares and stuff like that, like the original ones? No. That's good. Maybe they now trust them enough with that. Maybe. Uh, so, is there anything else you want to talk about before we finish off the show? In the, oh, Pumpkin Spice, bro. What the heck? Is that a movie or a TV show? It's a way of living. Okay. Pumpkin Spice is back. I think, I think, okay, deep dive here. Okay. I think, obviously, Starbucks made Pumpkin Spice season, right? Yes. Right? So, I mean, made it a vibe, because before we had Pumpkin stuff like pumpkin pie but it was never a vibe before pumpkin no, spice I latte came out uh, yeah i don't remember pumpkin spice being a thing until like maybe 10 years ago maybe yeah maybe i mean i've always been a pumpkin girl but but pumpkin spice has that been around for that long uh, i really like there was nowhere honestly and was i think we're gonna have to look it up where pumpkin spice how long ago pumpkin spice came out okay but um but they had a corner on the market for years because yeah. people were like, like everybody would be so hype about it, but they're like, no, it's a fad. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do yeah. it. Because like you have to manufacture a lot of products for a seasonal thing. Yes. So people are like, we're not going to do it. And then finally people started catching on. And um, I think other companies have made better pumpkin spice, which is mm. annoying because Starbucks like tastes more like uh, low grade now. 
And I don't know if it's because they changed their formula or because things taste better than it was 10 years ago. And they just never changed their formula. But Starbucks, I need you to, like, get better, bro. <laughs> I need you to get better. Okay. And also, oh, we need more. What? Why are you laughing at me? That was the uh, whole point of the story. Uh, okay, okay. I need, I need better non-chemically tasting pumpkin spice, okay? I need you to sell your pumpkin spice on the side because Starbucks doesn't sell it on the side. You can't buy it from them anymore. Apparently, back in the day, you could just walk in and ask to buy it, but they won't sell it anymore. And, like, they have, like, at-home, like, barista stuff that you can buy or whatever. They don't have pumpkin spice. The horror. It is, bro. Because now I'm just going to go spend $7 on a coffee. That's why they want you to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's funny the the people that get mad about pumpkin spice season... Like, I listen to a podcast. Oh, wait, wait, okay. Okay. Let's back that up. The people that get mad about pumpkin spice season are men. And men, it's been shown that men get mad at things that a majority of women like. Yeah, okay, I'll support that. Yeah. Like, things that get big, that women, like, that are, like, made big because of women, men hate. Because they know they can shit on it. Oh, yeah. And I'll I'll move in. That reminds me of some other stuff, too. But, like, I listen to a podcast, and they have a whole, called The Ralph Report, I enjoy him, but every once in a while he's very old-fashioned, stupid, and sexist. Mm-hmm. And he has a whole thing called, he's, he calls himself Mr. Fuck Pumpkin because he hates pumpkin spice and makes him so mad. I don't like pumpkin spice, but you know what I don't have a problem with? People buying fu- pumpkin spice. It doesn't hurt me at all. But like what you were talking about with men getting mad about those things is the hypocrisy of men with certain things like that. Like go on, uh, last episode of She-Hulk, there was a 10-second scene at the end of the show where, you know, she helped out Megan the Stallion or met Megan yeah, the Stallion. Yeah, yeah. And so... She was fangirling out with, like, a, a star that she's a fan of, and they twerk together. Mm-hmm. Ten seconds. And the internet has exploded in anger. All these guys are pissed off about that. But there's been dancing scenes before. And this one was probably one of the most justified, because She-Hulk is basically a regular woman with superpowers yeah. who met a star that she's a big fan yeah. of. Of course she's going to do, if she got a chance to do that, I think you would love the chance to go twerking Bro, with Megan Thee Stallion. I would love, I don't know how to twerk Megan, but if you showed me, I'd do it yeah. for you. So, like, but there have been scenes before. Star-Lord saved the day in the first Guardians of the Galaxy in a dance sequence. Yeah. Iron Man danced and pissed himself in a suit. Yeah. Uh, there's been, uh, there's been, uh, Baron Zemo, more recently, when people are starting to get mad about this kind of shit, Baron Zemo in Falcon and Winter Soldier had a dance sequence that people were no. loving. Was that? That's the bad, oh, not, not the bad guy. He was like the, he was a bad guy in Captain America 3 and then he was like their prisoner. What's their, what's his name? Baron Zemo. Okay, okay, okay. I, I know Zemo name. Yeah, so he was he was he had a d- very popular dance sequence in Winter Soldier and Falcon. Like, no one has freaked out about it until suddenly She Hulk d- does a ten second scene that was like, just an after credit stinger, and the internet is exploding. Like people are saying, like Iron Man died for this. Iron Man would happily die for that. For people to be able to have fun, yeah. Iron Man's all support of people being happy. Yeah. Um, it wasn't for you, men. Okay? It wasn't for you. Pumpkin Spice is not for you. Get over it. Not everything's for you. Okay? Get over it. Go get a personality. Get a new hobby. Figure it out. Um, get peace within yourself, bros. Yeah, like, I'm not the... I, I, I like, um... I like a couple of Megan Stanley. Like, I'm not a big fan of hers, but I like a couple of her songs, but not, not all of it's for me. You know what I don't do? I don't freak out about it. People... I Megan You have a good fan of... You're, you're a fan of hers? I see nothing wrong with her her personality being sex positive, body positive. And education positive. Girls got her bachelor's yeah. degree. So why would that make me mad? 
someone enjoys hanging, hanging time with her. People are like, that's not what She-Hulk would do. She-Hulk very famously jumped rope naked in the comics at one point. Did she really? There's a very famous, infamous scene where she did that. So it's very She-Hulk to be just very body positive and do that shit. So calm the fuck down, people. People are the worst. Men are the worst. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, get out of my comments. So yeah, everyone, enjoy your pumpkin spies. Enjoy your twerking. Enjoy Megan the Stallion. It's all good. Thank you, Tasha, for doing the podcast. High five. High five. Okay. All right, uh, this has been Unlicensed Entertainment. And remember, when you want your entertainment news two weeks late, listen and to Unlicensed. entertainment Unlic- trips. What? And entertainment trips. You I'll do it again. Uh, <laughs> do your ad joke. Yeah, you're, you're my slogan, my my sign off. If you want entertainment news two weeks late, listen to Unlicensed Entertainment. Bye.